and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an in for Tilly. We're recording remotely because the air is on fire. Stay on fire. Just like Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I ate a human today. Joining us, <laughs> we have Mackenzie Jaquish. Hey. Sarah Franco will be joining us in just a little while. But today we're talking about Dancing at the Blue Iguana. There's no screenplay to this movie. It was filmed through improv and it was directed by Michael Radford. And it's about some strippers in Hollywood and the things that happen to them and the things they do to each other. We can do awards when Sarah. Yeah, yeah. I think there's enough to Um, talk about right off the bat here. Generally speaking. Did you love it? There were two scenes that I really, really loved. Well, three scenes, really. And the rest, I just felt that the movie in general was sort of aimless. Mm -hmm. And I paused a lot of times um, to do things, to look at my phone, unfortunately. But the acting was great. What did you think? Oh, yeah, Mackenzie, you go. You go. We love love a little Zoom moment. Uh The acting in it was so much better than I thought it was going to be when I looked at the cover, when I read the synopsis, and when I saw it was on Tubi, I was like, this is, I'm in for another mm. shitty Tony Awards movie. Because there's been one, <laughs> one other one, all the other movies, I've done this five times, one mm. other time the movie was unbearably bad. What? It was Picture Declare, yeah. and it was oh. so bad. That was the one where Julia Lewis speaks French. Right. Which she doesn't in real life. No. Just for the movie. Wow. And they're in Toronto and they're speaking Quebecois. Like, that movie's weird. So I expected <laughs> this one to be weird. But then I was blown away by, one, the fact that so many very talented actors are yeah. in it. And two, even though parts of it were improv and you can tell what it is, there was also, like, incredible monologues and incredible emotions that were coming through. Like, the acting was a 10 out of 10. It did not need to be two hours long, though. Yeah. There were so many scenes that were so long for no reason. And, like, like I think, Sam, you were gonna probably going to say one of your favorite scenes. I won't say what it is right now. But the one you texted me about, that was a perfect length. Yeah. And it was, like, one take. And I, I feel like the, the reason it was not good is because it was directed by a man. And... There's just so much of them on the pole. Like, I get... I don't know. I didn't... Like, so I didn't much. have a problem. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem with the directing. My problem was with the lack of a script. Well, direction is supposed to ha- give direction. <gasps> Michael Radford has my birthday. <laughs> oh, my God. Never mind. I love it. Wait, what What day is it? February 24th. So what does that make you? A Pisces. A Pisces. I could tell that this was directed by <laughs> No, yeah, you can. You can. I think that it's no, I, I didn't I wasn't mad about the scene whole, but I was more like what how is this advancing the plot in a way is related to what just happened or what is going to happen in a minute. I liked that they all each like all the main cast, like five or six women, had like at least one major pole scene that showed like what their their vibe was as like you know, because it's very interesting. Like Sandra O oh is like this weird, like techno German punk. She's doing experimental theater. Yeah, she's she's going full Marina Abramovich, uh-huh. Yoko Ono on the pole, and then Jennifer Tilly's full, just like Hedwig and Angry Inch, and then 
aka punk rock. I don't know why I said Hedwig. <laughs> and then, yeah, that one girl, the girl who's a minor, is oh, uh, her yeah, whole yeah. thing is being a minor. Yeah, yeah. and then she's in like the baby. Oh my god, the incest and, like, girl who I just found out on Wikipedia oh, is, yeah. is in a relationship with her brother. Uh, See, I did not get that. From I him. thought he was her uncle. Yeah, well, she there's that scene in the beginning which I thought it was I thought it was the minor and it was who's on the phone. Okay, who's on the phone with her uncle and it kind of becomes clear that incest had happened between them. Yes. And then there was a whole other So is that the same person who was fucking her brother? Who was watching from a distance? Who was watching from a distance the whole movie? The brother? Or the Daryl Hannah. Know. Oh, it's the Daryl Hannah admirer who ends up giving her an appointment, presumably to well, leave. That guy is like a Russian hitman, right? But he also gives okay. her money yeah. at the end. He gives her See, so much money to leave. A lot of money. Yeah. This is the thing is there's so many, in a way, it's feminist media because the female characters are so much more of characters than the men. Sure. The men are literally just set decoration. And every so often they come in to be a catalyst for the well, they, behavior. They try, and then they leave. They try to and give the club owners they try to give the club owners some weird characterization that doesn't need to be there. The whole Sandra O scene where he's telling her that she doesn't have a life that oh. she's gonna strip there no matter what. That was like the most we see out of a male character was that scene. Everyone yeah. else, well, they're pretty silent. What about Sandra's poet boyfriend? Oh, I don't count him as a man. Okay. Oh, a man can't be a poet. That is not what I meant. No. <laughs> that was a soy boy if I've ever seen one. He was ugly. <laughs> His whole, he thinks he's being so feminist at the beginning, being like, I know her. She comes to my poetry readings. And his employee goes, no, but she's a stripper, though. And he's like, what? And then he has this whole big thing about being okay with Sandra stripping until he actually goes to the strip club and see what she does. And then he can't take it anymore, which I'm sure is very realistic, but it's also Well, I liked when she did that because she knew he was going to leave. She was like, let him sit front row and I'll give him a show. And, And she really, and I think that I think she was the best part of the movie too. Yeah, oh, for sure. she really devoured everyone else and her poet thing. She she could have had a whole movie to herself, honestly. I would have loved it if she was the more the main character, and then we did kind of like burlesque with Christina Aguilera, and like everyone else was like side stories that we got to know <laughs> a little bit about. Well, I mean, yeah. To be mm-hmm. fair, I guess it kind of went like Sandra and Daryl were like the main two, and then yeah, yeah. But Jennifer was definitely the loudest in I, every scene. Yeah, I, it was a rare dramatic turn from her, which I appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, she was kind of one note. And now I realize by saying that, me telling her that she's not good at improv, which I didn't mean to do. But <laughs> You can be good at improv and not be able to make a movie like this. Like I felt like they were two different things. Yeah, I feel like she, she probably gave them more to do. One scene... One scene from her that I really, really enjoyed was the scene where Jesse, the young, the 17 year old, comes to her apartment in the middle of the night while she's having a dominatrix session with mm-hmm. a guy. Yeah. And she's like alternating between like talking like normal to Jesse, being like, you can't stay here, I'm doing something. And then like dominating her client yeah. and trying to balance the two conversations. It's not funny to retell. I it, think it's. But it was. No, it- 
such a good scene and it was so it was it was perfect to me and if the entire movie had been scenes like that then it would have been amazing but i feel like a lot of the scenes kind of meandered like trying to find a point yeah and I read on the IMDb trivia that they filmed like 12 different versions of every scene and that went in like all different directions and that the director said they had enough footage to make 10 different movies. So I think that that's kind of why it feels Mm -hmm. discombobulated because it seems like the only intention was to be an acting exercise. I think that's actually super cool. Like on paper, that whole like, like, I would love to make a movie like that as an actor or a director or or something but watching it is a different mm-hmm. story <laughs> yeah but uh i do think that was her best scene you're right yes and i think if you're gonna make an improv movie which sometimes those are executed and they're wonderful but you need scenes like the jennifer tilly one with the dominatrix and then the minor crying because her boyfriend just beat her you need all the things to be like okay you're gonna switch between that you're gonna do this here's where the scene's gonna end here's where we have to get to yeah otherwise yeah. you end up with scenes like um, when she gets kicked out of the strip club, and they're like so chaotic, the the door. so chaotic. That felt like a scene from Gems. Like I was like, "What's going on?" There was too much. Stop talking over. I wonder time. what extent they did that yeah. though, because it's like obviously you have to choreograph. Like, okay, I'm gonna pick you up, and we're gonna like throw you out the door, and like you're gonna get rid of all your shit. I hope that the yeah. domestic violence scene was not elements of planning. <laughs> there's a version where he comes in and kisses her and tells her he loves her literally like comes into his apartment and he immediately beats the show like immediately and you're like whoa okay Mm -hmm. also was that like the same guy that she like allegedly stole from daryl hannah was that who that was the musician guy i think so yes yeah because they had because daryl hannah and that guy were talking at the beginning about how he was going to be her fake fiance she has this whole thing going on where she's just completely delusional i guess she thought she was pregnant after having sex for seven months (laughs) that's been me my period's late for like two days and i'm like i'm pregnant maybe that was like a total like a rejection of a yes and from her (laughs) now that i think about it because i think it was literally like was it sandra oh she was like Oh my gosh, that's not yours. When's the last time you had sex? And, and Daryl Hannah just goes, seven, eight months ago? And then Sandra's like, no, 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 it can't be you. It can't be you. It, like, steps on it. <laughs> it like, Daryl Hannah, though, is just so good at playing a delusional, like, baby. Like, I don't know, even know yeah. how to describe it. You just want to take care of her. Yeah, we have to tell you what happened. Yeah. The, so, this movie with Daryl Hannah, we covered one with her and Jennifer two weeks ago. And it was literally the plot of this was Jennifer Tilly is insane and her husband is insane and they kidnap Daryl Hannah and they want because her husband has inseminated Jennifer's husband has inseminated Daryl Hannah with their baby and they keep her locked in their basement so until she has the baby. Um so in this movie Yeah they they're friends, friends and they also do they're talk they're about buddies. babies though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, "Whoa!" Is this the prequel? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of wild. But Daryl was way better was in this nice. movie than that. In that movie, she was drugged half the time, and she was literally super. Yeah, she's a real hit or miss. She either kills it or she destroys. Like it's the worst part of any movie. It's one or the other. But Jennifer was playing fully yeah. to her type in that movie. In this movie, it was more of a challenge for her. I would say. 
Oh my god, hey! Hey! Welcome to the craziest day of my life! Woohoo! Yep. Where are I'm you? I'm in an Uber on my way to my parents' house. <laughs> I love modern yeah. technology. Me too. Uh, yeah, the exterminator was like, yep, there's a mouse in your house. And I said, cool, set some traps and I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. So, that's where I'm at. My God. So, we were just talking yes, about please. I need um, to Daryl Hannah. <laughs> okay, so wait, first of all, should we do a sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You guys okay. go ahead. All right. So here on the Tony Awards, we give three awards to everything we watch. The first of which is best prop. So Mackenzie, what was your best prop? It's the pee stick that Daryl Hannah is insisting she dribbled on. And is now <laughs> showing that she's pregnant, that she just found on the bathroom floor randomly. And she keeps waving it around and they all touch it. It's, it's the best prop by far. These women have a very intimate. Oh, well, you have to. My best prop was. Charlie's dollar bill that he gives to uh, the club manager that Daryl Hannah takes and mm -hmm. burns because okay. she's mad at Charlie. Yeah, but not not before um, giving him either that or Daryl Hannah's wallet that says "bad motherfucker." Have you oh, seen Pulp Fiction? Have you seen it, Pulp Fiction? It felt like Pulp Fiction, and Daryl Hannah is very like she's in all the Kill Bills. She's like I would say the oh. best part of Kill Bill. Oh. So I feel like this is, is she really in Kill Bill? Yeah, she plays Bill? um a California Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> she plays Kill. Actually, no, I'm kidding. Um, she plays California Mountain Snake, which is like the Love. assassinator. Yeah, she's the best part of that movie. Wow. All right, Jake. What was your best prop? Um, let's see. I guess the opera glasses that the old man uses to watch strippers that belong to his wife and it's the only memento he has of her very cute very soft uh what was your best prop Sarah? Uh, this was a tough one but i'm gonna have to go with daryl hannah's herbal cigarette because it incites one of the <laughs> finest monologues in cinematic history At the, her with whole the, speech of with the cop i'm a good person it's an herbal cigarette i'm a good person and she's a great you were improviser. you were aware this yeah. is improvised right sarah nope we've been talking about okay. that while you were in absentia oh my god so basically the movie was entirely improvised first they this is new information to jake and mckenzie even they did like five months of rehearsals and the actors were doing research and going to strip clubs and like getting to know the strippers and like learning pole That's dances so and stuff. did those strippers get royalties so that's my question Hopefully a consultant's fee, but um, TBD. For a movie that grossed $67,000, <laughs> not sure. Oh, my Like God. we were saying, though, I really do think that, that this was purely just an acting, directing exercise. And I think that they probably had a good time, hopefully. and Yeah, it reeked of BFA. Yeah. Like it was uh -huh. real <laughs> yeah. theater kid. It was I very BFA. Us, so apparently, us watching they, this made the sky cloudy. I think because it was so stinky of yeah. acting school, dancing at the orange iguana. <laughs> <laughs> so the director wrote a script based on filmed improv scenes that they had done, but when they started filming the script, he thought that it lacked spontaneity. Oh, wow. So he threw out the script and told the actors to improvise entirely. And they filmed like 12 different versions of every scene that just went any which way. Can you imagine possible. being like a PA on that set? I 
All right, I might be breaking Tony Award protocol here, but I wanted to invent an award for this movie. Oh, yeah, that's the custom award that we do. You know, (laughs) I have more than one, though. That's okay. All right, then I'll save that for that category. (laughs) Okay, the next award is Best Jennifer Tilly Moment. Mm. So, wait, Sarah, did you do your best prop? Yeah, the herbal cigarette. Okay, right, 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 okay. Um, What was your best Jennifer Tilly moment? That pole dance that just... Her character must have been a Scorpio or an Aries because that was when she starts when she screaming. starts like thrashing like like she's throttling uh-huh. the pole. That was mine as well. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> she but also like um, what was, more, oh I'm oh. sorry I was gonna say, no, it's a okay. more serious good moment that scene in the abortion clinic was wild. Yeah, yeah, that's mine. That one's so good. It is so freaking good. Extremely good. I like saved it in my phone as like a moment to go back to. It's so yeah. freaking good. Yeah. I'm gonna have my baby yeah. and my baby's gonna sell drugs to your baby. Oh, yeah. that's such a good line. And if so, she she improvised that line, that's line. that's that's great. Of course she did. The whole <laughs> thing was improvised. Well, for a previous movie that we did, we found an I found an interview with Jen Fertilli where she was complaining that the director didn't use any of her improv. Oh, liar, in liar. Cut. So I think that... Um, oh, no, this was for Stuart Little. I th- oh, no, Home on the No, it was Stuart Little. It was Stuart was Little. Very... Okay. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, no. Back up. So she was in Stuart yeah. Little. And, she and was Home on the Range. And Home on the Range. And she was upset that the director didn't use enough of her improv. She was in this between those. None she was in improv. those between those movies. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Jake, what was your best? Oh, God. Well, I, yours is. I, I don't want to take yours because yours is the dominatrix, right? Spoiler alert. Oh, um, no, but I mean, my, mine was the oh, screaming. Oh, okay. the well, then I guess just the dominatrix scene because, you know, like I said earlier, I feel like she. This role was like seemed like more of a challenge for her than normal, and I think that that was the perfect balance for her like physical comedy chops. Mm-hmm. Like she she was able to lean into like what she was good at, but at the same time like doing something new. Yeah, it was almost like a Marx Brothers. Whoa, the back and forth between <laughs> like get on the ground, worm, and who hit you? Very hot. I mean, very good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like slapsticky. Yeah. 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 She was in the vodka yeah. floor, and then he's like drinking it, and she tries to drink it at the same so time. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next award is a custom award, and they can go to anything and anyone. Okay. Um, my custom award was Best Redemption Arc, and it goes to Daryl Hannah, who was horrible in the last movie we covered on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And incredible in this movie. <laughs> and she has been fully redeemed True, in same, my eyes. Same. And I only knew her as the mysterious um, Spectre from Sense8 before this. So <laughs> I knew the name. I genuinely did not know the actor. See, this the past two weeks have been my introduction to Daryl Hannah. I was okay. sure that I had to have seen her in some Sense8's jaw just dropped. The first movie... Daryl Hannah is my favorite actress of all time. Oh my god! And so, Jake, Jake, close your mouth. She's literally like since I was little. So when I was little and I was six years old, and you watched come, Kill Bill. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I watched a movie called Flash. Flash. Oh my god, I see that now. Blade Runner. 
think she was the mermaid. Yeah. Oh, she's been alive. And then I got older and I watched Kill Bill and that was great. And it just, I don't know. I think she's cool. She's blonde. I she's think married she's to Neil Young. I know. She's really cool. <laughs> she's married to Apparently Neil Young? Shit together. Apparently, yeah. Neil Young. That's wild. <laughs> Who is this woman? Yeah. Who isn't she? <laughs> it's Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Who isn't she? Seriously, why? I think. Listen, I think if you guys were to do another round of the Tony Awards, Daryl Hannah would be the Daryl Awards. Great as like the subject. Mm-hmm. The Daryl Awards. Awards. She dated John F. Kennedy Jr. Um, wow, good for her. She was part of the Weinstein yeah. expose. Mackenzie, what was your custom award? I think I just want to give an award to Daryl Hannah for just being in this That's a good- and like really, really giving it her all, especially in her main dance number when she finally like <laughs> makes eye contact with yeah. the guy and she's like so someone else grabbed my money that's so i think just the daryl hannah award yeah. wow. daryl the first yeah. inaugural daryl yeah. hannah award goes to daryl hannah <laughs> <laughs> uh what about you sarah all right I, I came up with a couple should i narrow it to the best one or or give you, you all can three? do both no do all, all right three. so the Least amount of lines before a fist fight award goes to Sandra O. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has like two lines before she fully like gets on someone. In the trend of giving awards to Daryl Hannah, I'll give her the award for sleepiest <laughs> stripper. True. So sleepy. She's the sleepiest so- oh, stripper. Should we assign them all dwarfs? Oh my god. Assign them. Jennifer Tilly Grumpy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, the miner is dopey. The miner. The miner is dopey. <laughs> Sandra O is dark. Yes. yes. Who's the insane one? Um, <laughs> and none of them I are happy. To... Yeah, none of them <laughs> are happy. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oh, well, no, what about the yeah. um, what about the poet boyfriend? That's Doc. Could he what? be happy? <laughs> oh, that's Doc. Okay. <laughs> They're both Doc. Okay, heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to give this film the award for um, outstandingly sad film in the has no plot category. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah, really surprised really none of them OD'd, though. Like, if yeah. I was improvising this that movie, was- I would have just died in a scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, you know what, though? I was shocked none of them died. I really thought yeah. Daryl Hannah or the minor were going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole film, I'm like, that's the minor should have died the minor should have died because she was so confident <laughs> let's snuff it out we know where that gets to bitch <laughs> she was like i like your jacket i like died. the face i like the accent here's my boobs she should have died for stealing daryl hannah yeah man. her abusive yeah. man yeah well yeah she she got enough um, she got her she got her comeuppance for that <laughs> Yeah, who did? <laughs> what way to put that? <laughs> oh, you're right. She did. Well, he could have killed her. Like, in the scene, he could have killed her and she could have yeah. died. Local ally mm-hmm. Jade Everhart. But then we wouldn't. <laughs> I just. But then we wouldn't. I just mean, if I was the actor of her, I would have maybe died in that scene and then be like, you have yeah. to use this. Yeah. And like, I'm going to die in every take, so you have to use it. Mm. I'm going to die. I'm going to yes and die is what I'm going to do, actually. <laughs> Hundred percent. Oh, you're punching me? Yes, and I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, what was your? Well, question? jumping on the trend, I'm gonna just give the Sandra O award 
to Sandra O <laughs> because my favorite thing she did, which was like, honestly, she ate the whole movie up. Not the last scene, because like her reading her poem to that girl. Um, also, the girl's name Nico. I, that was I'm my sorry. Favorite scene. Oh, really? Nico with a C. I guess I. My favorite Sandra O oh was when she was giving the pole dance to her lover and she oh. had the single tear. The single mm-hmm. tear, Sandra O. Oh. Come on. That was tragic. I would have nominated her for something. Yeah. Best supporting actress. Yeah. Yeah, I would nominate this for an independent. Oh, the, the spirit. Yeah. Independent. Yeah, the spirit award. It had that spirit. One. It did. It had commitment. It Where's the commitment film. award? Commitment to the yeah. bit. Oh, I was gonna say, Tim, as a fellow former uh, award-winning improviser, um, do we think yes. that, like, it is a lot harder to improvise dramatically than comedically? So, you know. I disagree. I was going to say, all of my great improv scenes have been dramatic ones, and it's because it comes more... Do you remember when we tried to do a dramatic scene that one time when there were like three or four of us showed up to practice? This is why I don't do improv. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can improv right before you were the Kamala Harris. I said, I think I'm going to take a Remember you were the Kamala Harris of our team because you left. Because I was the first one to quit. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, who was I? I think it was Elizabeth Warren. I stayed too long. I want to talk about mm-hmm. Daryl Hannah's journey to become a foster wow. mom because her fostering interview was one of the greatest scenes I've so ever good. seen in my life. It was insane and hilarious. Yeah. She, she's at what seems to be like an elementary school. Yeah. Sitting in a child's chair. So funny. In a child's so chair. So crazy. And she's dressed in like a tutu. She has a big purse that like looks like a poodle. And she's Daryl handing it up. She's going, I have a very open mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like your sign, it says the hand of friendship has no color. Like yeah. I don't look down on Michael Jackson for changing the color of his skin. I, I, we have people in my building that are there's three lesbians living in one apartment and all of them sleep in the same bed and they're like the most normal people that you could ever meet. They're even though they sleep together, they're so nice. Oh, I'm I'm sure they actually they you 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 live in the same building, so this is an apartment on on um To which the woman is alarmed that Daryl Hannah lives in an apartment building. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that struck her. Iconic. She goes, It's an apartment building? <laughs> Also, right, what about that, that inter- was not scripted? I have a whole yeah. new respect for it. I yeah, got same. Okay. No, literally that and the cop scene. I'm like, wow, she's like so good at this. No wonder they left the camera rolling because I, yeah. like, now that I know it's improvised, I'm like, wow, like, I thought she was just saying funny lines pretty well, but she was coming up with them on the spot. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insane. So fucking funny. It makes you I wonder read- how many other reasons she gave to have, like, Oh, oh yeah, maybe in one of them, maybe the interviewer was one of the three lesbians. I Ooh. think she was trying something with that crazy winged eyeliner. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody say spin off? Daryl and the social worker. Well, Dar- <laughs> twenty years Daryl later, actually made, she made a documentary about making she did. this movie, though. Yeah, and you watch yeah, it on VHS every day growing up. Daryl Hannah oh stripper. <laughs> Daryl Hannah call it stripper? Question mark. <laughs> that's not real that can't like be real 
Well, it's not it's called that. It's real, and I looked for it. It's called it's Strip not Notes. Streaming anywhere, but it's it called Strip it. Notes. It's called Strip Note. Yeah. It's included as an extra on the Dancing at the Blue Iguana DVD, which I will be getting all of you okay, for Christmas. I'm buying it. As if the orange sky wasn't enough, I now I really feel like I've <laughs> transcended to another dimension. I'm literally gonna see if I can find it right now. Genuinely, I want to. Oh well, I already looked up the documentary, but I want to see if the DVD is anywhere. You gotta get the DVD with the features, though, because not every DVD. Oh my god, the DVD is available for eight dollars. Oh my god, what? Oh my god, what what a deal! Damn, it's too bad you already had your birthday. (laughs) Oh, what's your sign, Sam? She just turned. It's her golden birthday too. I turned 28 on the 28th. Yay, happy birthday. Isn't that champagne waiting. birthday? Did you? Did you like Sorry? That's your champagne birthday. Oh, is that a champagne, a champagne birthday? birthday? It's the day, like, so, yeah, so, like, May 8th. I was born on the 8th, so when I was 8, that oh. was my champagne one. Obviously, I couldn't drink champagne. But then, like, 28 on the 8th, 28th, that's that, yours. In so, America, in we America, call it. In America, we call that a golden birthday. But I think champagne is you know what? more fun, though, champagne? I think. Champagne's champagne and washroom yeah, and so university, easy. they're all the best version of the word. Yeah. Canada just you don't have to tell me that, girl. Well, My favorite thing in the world is Degrassi. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, I think Daryl Hannah is Canadian. There we go. Oh, yeah. Let me make sure look that up. That might be part of it. All makes my, sense like, where now. My began. Daryl Harris Canadian. <laughs> this fire's Canadian. I went mm-hmm. to middle school with a girl named Daryl Anna, like as her first name, and I feel like she probably was named after her. Had to be. Bless you. Definitely. There's a lot of strip notes, like individual scene videos on YouTube with an account called Fantastic Tilly. So mm-hmm. that should be interesting. Oh my God, it's Jennifer Tilly learning how to pole dance. Oh my God! Look up strip notes pole practice on YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, because like some of them, like Sandra O oh is in the documentary. Like they really do. It was like a big deal. I mean, they really did walk so hustlers could run. I think. Yeah. It, yeah. It felt like a very different version of. Well, hustlers. first of all, they were all white, mm-hmm. so. It felt like hustlers if it was. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> well, it could be the prequel. Like I. It's like yeah, it's like good. hustlers like... in a black box theater. <gasps> yes. Oh my god! This is BFA hustlers. Like a shitty little basement black box. I mean, all this movie Starting. needed. Mm-hmm. This movie just needed J Lo to come out and do a whole routine to criminal. Yeah, J Lo would have tied everything together. J Lo, uh-huh. um, unlike most of her films that we've watched. <laughs> I wonder what was up with Jennifer Tilly's deal in the first 20 minutes of randomly puking. Oh, because she was pregnant. Okay. Wait, she was puking? <laughs> Sorry. But it is like, it's like violent puking too. She's yeah. Like the in, her first, in her first scene, she's like outside the strip club. And then um, she meets a yeah. guy for to sell him drugs, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then she like gags. She's like a career woman in this. She has a lot of jobs. She's selling drugs. Yeah. She's doing dominatrix. She's, she's keeping the baby. Living. She's doing allegedly. She's keeping the baby. I'm just. Yep. I'm gagged about the fact that it was. I hope to God an abortion clinic abortion. slash pregnancy clinic. That was crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's happened. That does happen yeah. though. Like that's a real. That's thing horrible. That yeah. Yeah. That lady in that room was horrible. I would have punched her in the face. Just kidding. She's pregnant. I feel oh bad. Yes. Why am I such a? Why am I? I'm not misogyny. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Every time I'm on this podcast, you say something. But no, I'm kidding. Wow. 
Maybe I'm I kidding. do though. Hey, hey. Yeah. I'm the misogynist. I'm the misogynist of the podcast. Sam is. Sam's a I've never listened to a Taylor Swift song before in my life. How dare you bring her up? <laughs> How dare you say her name? When she's going through so much. She, yeah, she's going through so much, fam. You know what? Okay? The only thing... Speak now, coming out on July 7th. The only thing she's up. going through is the fact that her fans forced her to break up with her fuck buddy. Honestly, that's how... Actually, that's how I've been And I'm like, can you, can't she not yeah. suck a, like a nasty, rude person's dick for once? God forbid... She get out of a long term relationship and hook up with a loser. Come on, we've all done it. Yeah, yeah. The Swifties should check their boyfriend's internet yeah. history before they the rag on Maddie Healy for watching for saying Swifties that he don't even. I'm sorry on a podcast. Which, just, to be completely honest, I looked up the website that he mentioned, and it was really disgusting. It was like white guys <gasps> peeing on black women. And, oh my God. and he put he brought that up on a podcast. But here's yeah. my thing. Um, Taylor Swift fans. One girl shared a video of four gay guys at the concert saying, which one wants to be my husband? And I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. There needs to be a reckoning with the fans and just let Taylor be gross. Yes. Because Lana fans, we're used to controversy. We watch her use a fake uh, right. Latina voice and be an hour late to her show and we love it. because And she's so crazy. She wears a blonde wig for no reason. She's ready. She's here, she's queer, and she's staying. And I think it's again. because she's dating a guy, a Hispanic guy, and they wrote that song together, Taco Truck and Peppers. They okay. wrote them together. Actually, she improvised them while he played. His yeah. Song. So, you know, mm-hmm. she's allowed, right? What do you think? As a Latin I think that woman. she could. I think that she's passable as Hispanic. She's passable. She could. She could be Colombian. <laughs> you heard of her first folks. She could be. She. She could be Ooh. like from Spain. Yeah. She could be Spanish. Like Penelope Cruz. Like but Penelope she, Cruz. No. Like Penelope Cruz, the bitch is. Well, white, like but yeah, but Spanish. nobody in America knows that Penelope yeah. Cruz. You yeah. ask any person on the street where she's from, they're not going to know she's from Spain. They're going. to you know, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, now like, that we've gotten into yes. race science. I was going to say, now that we've brought Taylor Swift up. I mean, Taylor Swift from Spain, right? Yeah. You know what's the funniest thing about Taylor Swift is she's from yeah. Philadelphia. And I feel like none of us <laughs> are talking about that enough. That's fucking wild. I went there and I felt her in the air. Like her and Joe Biden are the most Pennsylvanian yeah. people of all time. <laughs> and they don't, they don't claim it, but they are. Yeah. They don't, yeah. She doesn't talk about it. There's, like, one song where she mentions, like, an Welcome to Philadelphia. And people are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Philadelphia. Cheese and steak and cheese and steak. I think they could remake the Blue Iguana. Taylor Swift there we go. should be in it. Also, um, yeah. you guys, I'm sorry. Sarah left a while ago. and I. <laughs> Oh no! She texted us. She said that she said that she's gonna try to get back on uh, in five minutes. I felt bad. Yeah, but yeah, I really yeah. Call it out for I just felt bad happen. because like she wasn't talking, and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> but um, anyway, Taylor Swift should yeah, play. I, I think Nico. Angel. Yeah. 
Yes. Taylor Swift as Nico would be great. Also, yeah. the scene where she confirms her spot at the club and then doesn't hang up and the crowd oh. hears her sobbing for like iconic. Yeah. Iconic. So sad. And him like his eye acting there. I think we should all call our boss great. at some point and like pretend we hang up and then just cry on voicemail. I've cried I've cried on like the phone with my boss many a times. I've worked for this company for a long time. He's heard me cry, like on purpose. I've been upset about stuff. Also, like, improving a single tear is is God tier. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. But I wonder with stuff like that, do you think it was more she was like, and then what if you guys like zoomed in here and I mm-hmm. did a tear rather than True. I mean, I'm gonna have to but also you think about it, if they've shot the same scene like 10, 12 times and it's literally her doing yeah. a pole dance like that is you're pretty vulnerable you're pretty raw That's like true. she probably was playing in several takes which is sad to say but you know um yeah. sandra O oh does not have any yeah, Emmy awards. i know are you for real she has a couple of golden globes no, this is this is the big trash okay. because here's what happened the year that everyone predicted her the most to win her co-star jody comer one instead of her they both deserved it i think right. but that's oh my god this is why yes we have this thing called category fraud with uh words <laughs> is because you put if there's two leads of something and they're the same gender you put one of them in supporting it splits so them that out. they have oh, both yes. have likely um, chance of one. who wait we're right. all succession heads in here um, who do we think should well, slash have you heard about the categories they're doing? Because the cat, because the lead actor, the people who've been submitted are Jeremy Strong as Kendall, Kieran Culkin as Roman, and Brian Cox is submitting himself it's because he hates actor, Jeremy Strong, which is so good. I think no, because literally, they've both been in lead for the past the whole show. Kieran was in supporting until now, but then he's going lead. Sarah has also been, Sarah Snook's also been in supporting, and she's going lead. Which I think is also legit. Brian Cox is just trying to fuck with everyone, and I personally would still vote for Brian Cox. I would not vote for Brian Cox because he was only. But he doesn't have an Emmy for. But he doesn't have an Emmy Well, neither does Kieran. And I think that Kieran Culkin's performance is it. They really disagree. But that's. No, it's unpopular. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I was more impressed with Kieran Culkin than Brian Cox, who was on two episodes of it. And then when I think that. Well, my favorite performance of the season was Sarah Smith, hands down. Yeah. And she better win. I loved Sarah Snook better win. I would like to see a win yeah. for Well, he won Emmy last time. As Tom. He won last year. Have an Emmy? Okay, he's yes, gonna win knows. again because Kieran okay, moved so out of the category. I think it would have been Kieran's if he had stayed. Which maybe he'll move back. Yeah. But I do think but I do think that Kieran was such a I agree. this year. He took more of like step forward. He has he had an MEC. Oh yeah, they all did actually. I think yeah. More than anyone. No, I was kidding. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. I just hate the kid. 
but that's that's good though that's good it's just that he's a fascist yeah mm-hmm. i do think jeremy strong needs to win otherwise he's gonna have a fucking fit and so yeah we're talking about succession now. Yeah. oh don't get me started sarah's back oh okay God. sarah who do you think should and will win the awards because okay Kieran submitted for so did Brian Cox. No, which I adore. Yeah. I am, I am a Kieran Culkin stan. I am in love with Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. My sexuality is women and Kieran Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it in therapy. Okay, so my my baby girl. I I think he deserves it, and you know what. Award shows are as much about merit as they are about, yeah. like, let's throw someone a bone. They really yeah. are, like, as much about merit as they are, like, about sentimentality. Jeremy Strong has already won for this role. Yeah. Brian Cox was barely in this season. I think, I think that I, he would have won. No, he was, but he, was, he wouldn't have yeah, qualified for guest star. Because you, 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 you can't Brian be Cox. in more oh, really? than... He was in, including flashbacks, he was in over the amount of episodes he would have needed to be in. Oh, that's what? right. He, that he qualified for supporting, but he went leave. I, I think is justified because of the character's overall importance. I, yeah. you know what, okay. and I would, yeah. but but I, I'm sorry, I'm I would I'm vote for him over Kieran. I would vote for him over Kieran. I just would because... <laughs> Because I just think he needs one for this ro- for this role. I I don't know. I know it's 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 hard. I I get that. Can I tell you? Can I tell you about a moment that I had watching the second episode? Yeah. When Brian Cox gets on the box oh and God, delivers yeah. that whole big speech, I remember watching that and thinking, "There's no way Jesse Armstrong didn't think that this would be the final season while he was writing it because this is such a farewell to Logan Roy right now." Yeah. And then he died in the next episode. <laughs> it was a final bow. It was. It felt it. It yeah. felt like I like never a, thought uh, of that, but you're this so This is like right. such a victory lap. Oh my yes. god. You're so right. And I felt like they, they all kind of had that throughout the final season. They all kind of had yeah. this moment where they're well, like, hey, now your character's done. Like, Shib and Tom and the fight where he's like, you're broken. I was but like, But I oh, think that Shib, like, Shib, and, and, and Shib and Roman had a uh, a series ending scene in every episode. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I think it's gonna be Karen, and I think it should be Karen, and I also think it will and should be Sarah Snook. But there's, there's no, no competition there. Yeah, she landed That's the actually, Emmy in episode three. But the only reason she hasn't won yeah. before she landed the Emmy with the word "daddy" done. The only reason she hasn't won before is because stupid Ozark. So. Yeah. Ooh. Fucking Ozark. Oh. I have a theory that the succession actors are going to split the vote and the award will but go who? to somebody else entirely. Like well, maybe it'll go to Bob Odenkirk because Better Call Saul ended and he has never That show has won zero and it's been nominated, nominated every year. Yeah. Wow. You know what might win? The bl- dancing at the blue iguana. Sam, our guests are always trying to get us back on track. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later, they're going to win. I, I believe uh-huh. it. Yeah. Um, Why wasn't Jennifer Tilly ever on? Is there anything? Why wasn't Jennifer Tilly ever on Succession, though? With the movie? Question. She would have made a really good, like, girlfriend to Logan. Don't, 
like one of his girlfriends. Yeah. She would have killed it. She had been at the funeral sitting on the bench with all of them. And so she's just good. like, I hooked up with him once at a bar. And like, <laughs> that would have been great. I would, I would have She did, though. We can pretend. Head cannon. One note that I had, if I were Sandra O's pussy-ass boyfriend, when he visits her at the strip club, I would be like, babe, this setting is so evocative right. and thematic. You have to write a poem about this. Oh, I thought you were going like, to say- Like, there is something so poetic about that setting. I don't know. I would have been yeah. turned off uh, if I had watched yeah. my girlfriend do, like, a professional striptease. I would have been like, pack your bag, babe. We're going now. Oh. Yeah. I'm Real quick, shout out, out to yeah, shout out to the career businesswoman yeah. lesbians in the audience in some scenes. <laughs> shout out to that one young lesbian who's in almost every scene. I wanted her to have a role. With like the kind of sandy hair. Why didn't she get to speak? She's like the featured background of all yeah. time. <laughs> you wonder so much. They should have gotten the lesbians mm. from Bound. That oh were, like, yeah, the, the real the lesbians. Of the yeah. yeah, they should have gotten the power lesbians from that episode of Sex in the City. <gasps> oh, sorry, yes. Wait, like, that would have been great. Samantha's, yeah, Samantha's girlfriend brought. or oh, the ones Charlotte's. No, the ones they they reject oh, Charlotte. Right. She doesn't well. eat pussy. Uh, she really wants to like hang out with them. She wants to yeah. be part of it. And then I think it's Samantha who raises the point of like. They're, you're going to have to tell them eventually that you're straight. And eventually they do. They invite right. her on like a trip with them. Like They're like, yeah, we'd really love for you to come on vacation with us. <laughs> and then this. And Samantha's like, they're gonna fuck you. Yeah. And the, uh, <laughs> the senior most lesbian was like, so are you or aren't you? And she was like, while I really value the company of other women, I do feel that I am straight. Imagine thinking for a second that Charlotte was a lesbian. Season one, Charlotte right. with the glasses. Mm. Yes, that oh, literally yeah. Sarah. Sarah, what a she just about to say. Did work at an art gallery. <laughs> and, That's right. Mm-hmm. Season one, Charlotte was by curious. No, Charlotte. Charlotte has the vibes of somebody who would get driven to suicide oh, by Lydia. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Wait, what if that lesbian at the strip club at the Blue Iguana was Lydia Tarr? <laughs> she didn't Get speak because she'd be too recognizable. What if Tarr <gasps> was Jennifer Tilly? You can't start without me. <laughs> <laughs> A stellar Tilly impression. That was yeah. really good, Jake. Wait, Sam, can you do an impression? I feel like that would be like a good moment I for really, the podcast. I can try. Hold yeah. on. You're literally just dabbing. Anticipation. Great. It seems to me that the architect of your soul is social media. That was where Marge Simpson. Oh, no, it was Sam. Like that was good. You like that? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are killing it. What about Tarkovsky? <laughs> wow. Jennifer Tilly. Oh my god, Sam, I just had a perfect imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Um a one I don't know what's better. I just had a perfect imagination or I just had a perfect imagination. Uh, (laughs) Um a play, a stage adaptation of Tar starring all the women we've covered on this podcast. And um, 
Yeah, Tony could be the the huh. t- the the girlfriend, the wife. The yeah. wife who's missing her pain. He is the assistant. <laughs> Adina is yeah the other person. <laughs> no, they're all tar. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> they all tar. They okay. Um, is there anything else we have to say about the movie? I thought it was the blue mm. Laguna. Like, Ooh. for no reason at oh, all. Oh, yeah. Also, a very strange name for a strip. There's club. another movie called yeah, Blue Laguna yeah. that also is on Tubi. With, like, wow. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> Why? Why? I love Jake? him. He's just no, a be- good guy. I don't know. I What's hate three billboards. <laughs> He was wonderful in um, okay. the oh, way, way Back. Oh, that's right. He's that's so good right. in The Way, Way Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a great film in general. And then Mr. Wright with Anna Kendrick oh, is like I a fun, silly her. movie. And wow. he's in that. <laughs> if you've never seen that. Jake? So funny. What is your problem? Anna um, Kendrick oh, is a national treasure. I hate the nation. Wait. Jake, your favorite movie that we have covered for this podcast mm. has been Bride of Chucky. Is dancing at the blue iguana better? Um, than sadly, I don't think so. I'm writing no. Do you think it is? No. What was your favorite movie, Sam, that you've covered? You guys oh, have covered but we're, like this is just for Jennifer Tilly. Okay. Just for Jennifer Tilly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, my favorite Jennifer Tilly movie is definitely Bride of Chucky. But I'm feeling Home on the Range um, is going to be the best one. <laughs> I, I actually had a friend who her wedding was like themed after the Bride of yeah. Chucky, and she kind of looks like Jennifer Tilly. That's amazing. And so all of the wedding photos and stuff, she really looks like oh that character. That's beautiful. All right. Well, it looks like we have reached the end of our podcast. With hail that, payment. Hail payment. Bye. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.